What's going on, guys? Welcome to an episode of No Reserve Podcast. I said an episode of No Reserve Podcast. That's a great way to start it. Um, so tonight we're going to do something a little different. We're going to go off and just kind of talk about a bunch of different things, a variety episode. We said we would do these periodically. Uh, whenever there was a lot to talk about in the NBA and there wasn't a lot to talk about in terms of a topic that we've come up with. So that's going to be tonight. Um, before we get into anything, though, we're going to talk about a few things. One, next week will just be Angelo and I. This week we're all here. Um, Austin has some personal stuff that he's dealing with, so he will not be here next week. Going into the playoffs. So we've kind of talked about how we wanted to do this. And now that we're closer to the playoffs, I, th I think we can more talk about it. We're going to make an effort and see how we can do it schedule-wise to churn out two episodes a week. I'm not sure at this time if they're going to be full episodes or if they're just going to be more day-to-day -day NBA episodes just to keep up with the ever-changing field that is the playoffs. But we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Right now, we're just focusing on now. Just figured we'd give you the heads up that once we get into the playoffs, expect more content from us one way or another um but angelo austin how are you guys doing i'm good I'm, uh, last week. I'm making brownies after this thing so i'm excited let's go so if towards Ooh. the end of the episode you know you notice austin trying to like push us towards ending the episode it's because he wants to go make brownies i'm out we have to we have to answer this question. Edge or center? What? What? All the way. What's that? Center all I the way. Center all the way? Right? I didn't hear the question. Edge or center? Is this football related? No, this is oh brownies. Do you like the edge of brownies or center of brownies? Oh, it's one or the other. So you're, you're, okay, time out. So we're playing Madden. Like we're in a we we made a league, and that's what like I was confused because you said edge or center, so I immediately you are the only person confused. Yes, legitimately. Okay, it's center. It's center. It's center for me too. Yeah, it, it's All absolutely right. center. So, quick sidebar: um, someone in my family will carve out the brownies. That is, I, that is me. I am in your family. I will do it. Carve you will just carve out the middle of the brownie. They will. I will just take a spoon to the center. I don't care. Anarchy. Oh my god. Chaotic evil. I despise you as a human now. Look. No, there's nothing you can say to save this. There really isn't. I, no. I am Team Angela from here on out. No, it's. Yeah. One, you've been Team Angelo since <laughs> since we brought you on as a regular, really. You have just been, <laughs> you guys have been messaging each other, like, behind the scenes, like, planning things. I know. I know. <laughs> but no, it, it's a... why waste your time with the like semi-burnt edge of the brownie when you can just go straight to the center. There's no... Uh, apparently you just don't know how to cook brownies, then. Yeah. It, 
it doesn't matter. Tell me you don't know how to cook brownies without telling me you don't know how to cook brownies. It doesn't matter how good you cook it. The edge is not as good as the center. Why waste your time? Be a winner. Go straight for the win. This is why you guys hold else. Um, before we keep getting distracted, let's get into the question of the week. I said it right this time. I feel like edge is the question of the week. Uh, that's fair, but that's I already, probably the better question of the week, honestly. I already let's I have a more got. fun one. This is potentially incriminating. So oh this is your attempt to expose yourself in a way that's not going to get you banned from playgrounds. Um, what was the last law you broke? <laughs> I can start because it was today. I got pulled over. I didn't get a ticket because I batted my eyelashes <laughs> at him. In my defense. So, what had <laughs> happened was, there was a huge accident, right? And they rerouted us through a detour, and I'm still getting used to the area I live in now, because I did move. And the detour came out next to a school, right? Fine, fair, great. I went the speed limit within the school zone, because this was like 7 a.m., school's about to start, like, it's mm-hmm. obvious. I get out of the school zone, or I think I get out of the school zone, and I accelerate to 40, which is the speed limit on the road. I know there's going to be cops in the area, so I'm not going to speed. Immediately pass a cop. Lights go on. He whips around. I look to my right, and I see another school. There was two schools right next to each other. I didn't know that. He pulled me over. He stopped me. He, he said that he confirmed via gun and camera that I was going 40. I, I'm not a liar. I, I told him straight up, yeah, I know. I, I was going 40. My bad. I didn't know there was another school here. I thought I was out of the school zone. And this man looked at me and he said, you know what? You were honest with me. I'm going to let you off with a warning. And that, that, is, that is my story for today about the last time I was a criminal. Mm. What about you, Angelo? You seem like a like a low life. You you live in the, the dark circles of the underworld. So, um, this was when I worked in a different town. Um, I had Hold on. This, I... That, the last time you broke the law was that long ago because I can think of like three times a day that I break the law in some way. This is no this is the first thing that came to my head. So I um the cop said I I ran a red light and I disagreed. It was it was one of those the light was yellow and then it turned red and I think I passed, but he seems to think I didn't. And I was an absolute like dick to this guy i was like bro i'm finding this in court i'm finding this in court and then he looks at my tags and he sees my tags are expired he's like it's okay i'm not gonna get you on that i'm gonna get you on the expired tags there you go buddy i was like one i can in my head imagine this conversation because i can hear the cop i can hear the cop trying to explain that you just ran a red light and you're just interrupting him every second saying the same thing over and over again like you do to me But in that same vein, so let's talk about that, okay? Uh-huh. Because you were a dick, as you said, and yep. he got you for something else. Yep. So my ID expired in March of 2020. Uh-huh. Now, we all know what happened in March of 2020, right? Uh-huh. There was the big, you know, everything shut down. So 
Long story short, when the BMV reopened, for those of you that don't live in Indiana, it's the DMV, but here it's the BMV. Um, I went in to get my license renewed because it expired. So I learned this morning when I got pulled over that my license expired. Now, I don't know how it is everywhere else, but in Indiana, when your license is renewed, you get it for four years. For whatever reason, I only got two years. Why would I check that? I don't know. So anyway, I was polite to the cop. It, I admitted I was wrong. He didn't give me a ticket. And he said, oh, by the way, your license is expired. Go get that taken care of. Whereas you <laughs> were a dick. See, you could have said anything. Yeah, been, oh, my bad. I was sneezing really bad. I didn't see it. And you probably would have let you go. But because you tried to argue with him, what did it get you? It got you expired tags. This is an example of why Angelo needs to learn from Ren. No. You need to be more like Ren. That's, no. Yeah. Be like Ren. Uh, Austin, what about you? What's the last crime you committed? Which um, I'm going to abstain from this question due to uh, wow. current working position. I'm going to ask you about this later, yeah. because now I'm curious. I will answer it off air. Yeah, no. Wow. no, no. I... <laughs> deviant, apparently. Um, so, a couple weeks ago, you guys might remember. You probably we... jaywalked. <laughs> Hold on. That, that's tough for Austin. That's like... <laughs> Austin is the lawful good of the group. Um, so a couple weeks ago, we did a foreign players draft, right? Y'all remember that? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I yep. forgot it for two weeks. Yeah, oh. my team is stacked. So I don't have the stats in front of me, but I do have the results. Um, I will get the stats and I'll post them somewhere. I don't know. Maybe not. Who cares? <laughs> Um, so the way I did this, because there was three of us, and I don't know if you know this, but three is not an even number. Unfortunately not. So I built our teams, and then I put us each against the same opponent, and then whoever scored the most points and had the highest point differential combined, that was the seeding. Austin got a bye through the first round. Angelo beat me. Austin beat Angelo. Then Angelo beat me again for the loser bracket. So, that sounds honestly something that would happen in real life. Just for good measure, <laughs> I beat Ren again. Yeah. I still think my team would be better in real life than in 2K. You would never get to the rim. You would never get to the rim. <laughs> um, so for you or for the opponent? Either. Uh-huh. Like, offense? So I win. Yeah, uh, which... That was obvious, like, very obvious. <laughs> so, God, where to even begin this week? Because there's been a lot of news. Do we start the Demetrius tracker now? Well, you already started. It's at one. It is at yeah. one. So, Ja Morant, heretofore named Demetrius, that is his real name. Um, accused of a lot of things this season, uh, flashing a, or his posse pointing a laser pointer from a dark sedan 
at members of the Pacers organization, obviously implying that a gun was being placed on them. Um, fighting a 17-year-old, which 100% happened because he admitted to it. He just said it was in defense. And then after the fight, going inside and getting a gun and then coming out and flashing it around, like, threateningly. That's brandishing. That's a crime. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Him and a group of friends threatening a bunch of finish line employees because his mom felt disrespected. And then... So all these things happened, and every single one, you know, he's been on Twitter, deny, 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 right? So the Grizzlies go on to get absolutely, I don't want to say absolutely, they, they lost a game, right? And instead of, you know, going and reflecting on it, learning from it, whatever, he decided to go to the strip club and then go on Instagram Live drunk listening to NBA Youngboy, flashing diamonds, and then showing a gun. So he's basically saying all those things you heard about me, yeah, those are true. Um, immediately after, like, the backlash was immediate, like, from the Grizzlies, the NBA, everyone. Players, with the exception of Paul Pierce, which we'll get into Paul Pierce here in a bit, um, just immediately... questioning it the grizzlies announced a two-game suspension um internally now it's important to note two things one colorado law enforcement investigated they decided to not go forward with charges because there wasn't enough evidence to present a crime i'm not sure about other states laws but being in an establishment that serves alcohol with a gun at least here is not legal, so that's an immediate crime here. Again, I don't know Colorado laws. I'm not going to pretend to. Um, but there's a part of the NBA CBA where players are not allowed to travel either on team planes or to venues or team buses or all-star venues or anything related to the league with a firearm. So there's currently an ongoing NBA investigation. Supposedly, the minimum games that they can suspend for, or the maximum games, is it maximum or minimum? One of the mums that they can suspend for this is 50 games. If this was David Stern, I don't think we'd be seeing Jaw for the rest of the season. Um, now, they're going to count whatever time he's away from it, with the Grizzly suspension as part of a larger league suspension. So that's kind of why the Grizzlies are just getting a head start of it, because if he's going to get suspended and it's not that long, they want him back for the playoffs, obviously. If they're going to make the playoffs, they're kind of in free fall right now, which isn't surprising because Dylan Brooks has also been suspended. Um, basically, it's been... Just a interesting event over the last week. It seems like every day more is coming out about Ja. What are your guys' opinion of Ja? What do you think of any of the media personalities' comments on Ja? 
do you think this goes further? Do you think that the league will, under Adam Silver, push for a larger suspension? Now, time out. I should double check this before saying this, but I could have swore I read something that said John Morant's suspension was 50 games. So, unless something has happened in like the last uh, hour or so, um, he's currently I've only seen four. So, he's currently indefinitely suspended by the Grizzlies, right? So it okay. was two games, okay. and then they added two. Mm-hmm. So the NBA can suspend for fifty games. We saw it with I think Gil- I think that was Gilbert Arenas' uh, yes. initial suspension in twenty ten. Yeah. Um, and for that same thing. Um, so that is what I think a lot of people are expecting. I don't know if under Adam Silver, that's the route they'll go. Cause Ja is one of the brightest stars in the league or was mm-hmm. um, now he's kind of a falling star, but these games, whatever amount of time the Grizzlies have him away from the team for mental health reasons mm-hmm. he is going to count towards that suspension from the NBA if and when it comes down. Also worth noting, this is a sidebar here, um, Adam Silver is considered one of the front runners to replace um, Robert Iger as the CEO of the Disney company, so we might not even have Adam Silver unless what if Disney bought the NBA and made Mickey Mouse rings an actual thing? Angelo would not Silver, be a fan. Angelo would have a meltdown. Um. So no, let's 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 keep on Ja. Do you think what we've seen with his actions, whether it be the fighting a teenager over a thrown ball or pulling out a gun at a strip club or fighting a finish line employee because they wouldn't give your mom free shoes. Do you think the league is going to push this? I think they kind of have to. I think they have to too. I think you have to set a precedent that this is not okay, especially with like, we're kind of seeing a renaissance of the tough guy in the NBA. Yeah. And it's just, they need to get on this before, because if you let stuff like this slide, eventually it's going to escalate, and someone's going to end up dead, whether it be someone that the player gets involved with or the player themselves, and just nobody wants that. And there are players in this league. So, DeMar DeRozan was actually about that life. He was in a gang. That's his background. That's his origin. This is a man who, early in his career, was showed up to a children's hospital dressed as Santa. He wouldn't wear a red Santa suit. He wore a blue Santa suit, though. And in his career, when he wears a blue jersey... He's averaging 32, 7, 4, and 2. This is a man that is all about that life. 
but he's not going to flaunt it. He's not going to go on Instagram Live and try to pretend he's some big tough guy and try to fight a 17-year-old as a grown man. But if you let these players that are trying to pretend they're like that do it, someone's going to end up dead. And, like, Paul Pierce, so... Like, in the NBA sphere, everyone was talking about this for the past week or so. And everyone had was on the same page. Like, this is unacceptable. He needs to get out of his circle. He needs his family to stop allowing this. He needs his teammates to stop allowing this. And keep in mind, Stephen Adams called a players-only meeting just... I think it was either hours or days before the strip club video came out. So the team was trying, so I'm not going to say that they weren't. But again, with a young team that features the likes of Ja and Dylan Brooks, it's hard. But any player anywhere, whether it was Jalen Rose, Shaquille O'Neal, Reggie Miller, anyone on a platform was talking about this being wrong. And then Paul Pierce is like, oh, this is fine. This is how it is. This is how it should be. Like, where... Paul Pierce was the original Kyrie Irving. That's what it is. Am I wrong? He didn't have a social platform, but he was the original Kyrie Irving. He walked so Kyrie could run with strange, strange takes. With strange, strange takes. That is weird. (laughs) I mean, I can't disagree with you, but at the same time, this is a lot of the things that I either have said in the past or believe, which is that, you know, a lot of old time NBA players simply could not play in today's game, not because they're not talented, but because, you know, with a platform and with people looking actively looking for things to scrutinize them for, they'd be they'd be in trouble every other day. Like I don't know. But I get it. I don't disagree with you. But I also think that the NBA back then was, A, not as popular, so there wasn't as big of a microscope, and B, you know, like Twitter, the internet, all that hadn't taken off yet, so there was no way, there was no one really exposing them as harshly as people get exposed nowadays, so. It is worth noting that Powerade has deleted their ad from their Instagram that featured Jaw. Nike oh, said, yeah, yeah. Nike said they support Jaw stepping away to figure everything out. But still no word on whether or not they're I mean I I can't imagine with the losses they took with the Kyrie line that they're going to just write off the Jaw line like that. I could be wrong. We are in a different era than we were two years ago, it seems. So now, 
companies are more, I guess, socially aware and seem to be more willing to take short-term loss because they know it's going to increase profits long-term. But I don't see them dropping Jaw as a sponsored athlete. They've had him since... Before the draft, I want to say they signed him to a deal. I think it was right after he left Murray State. Um, I just believe but, his future like uh, sponsorship deals are going to be very, very much in question, if not non-existent. Yeah, I, I think that he's definitely going to be a risky asset for a while until he yeah. goes... On, I think it'll depend on how he handles the situation. I'm not sure who's hurt my pre-playoffs finals prediction worse, John Moran or Russell Westbrook. Don't <laughs> we'll get into Russell Westbrook. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, that's... It's sad because Ja is one of my favorite players to watch, and I really hope he doesn't continue to do these things and force himself out of the league because he's been one of the most exciting spots to watch over the last year, two years. He really has. Yeah, so hopefully he figures it out. Hopefully he doesn't continue to surround himself with... And that's the thing, is everyone keeps saying that he's entirely at fault. And yes, at the end of the day, he is the one making the decisions. And nobody is responsible for your own actions, but you are the people you surround yourself with. The people you surround yourself with are the ones that influence you as a person. And yes you have the final say in executing on those actions, but those people are going to influence influence your decisions about those actions, mostly. I get that most of these guys have been your friends for years, and I get that, you know, you, you grew up hard, you only had a full-court basketball court in your backyard, you didn't have, you know, it wasn't covered, it was an outdoor court. It was hard times, but... You just gotta grow up. You're not a kid anymore. You can't keep getting away with this stuff. And hopefully he figures that out before he plays himself out of the league. Um, Moving along, because I think we covered Demetrius enough last week. Hot button issue. So we just talked about former players and how they would be scrutinized in the modern game. Uh, Kendrick Perkins. Oh, man. Oh. That is not where I thought we were going with that. Oh, where did you For think the we record, I'm going to set something straight. When I broached <laughs> this, Ren said this, this topic was not in our lane. So I'm interested to see, A, what changed but, your mind that this is in our lane, and B, what your opinion is that made you want to talk about it. So, I... I... Full... Full disclosure, I do not watch ESPN. I will never watch ESPN because of the reasons that were highlighted by JJ during that whole segment. 
<laughs> so when I got the notification about Kendrick Perkins and the whole fiasco, and I feel like it, everyone knows what we're talking about here. I just didn't want to go near it. I was like, nope, this is... I feel the same. This is stupid. I'm not even going to click on it. I'm not even going to give it the time of day. So I went on lunch today, and I decided to pull it up on YouTube. And watching it and seeing the actual outcome. And here is the reason I wanted to bring this up. Because when I was watching this debate between these two men, I realized that Angelo is Kendrick Perkins. And the reason being is during this segment, and you're going to understand here in a second. JJ brings up a point, and he accuses Kendrick of having an idea. And Kendrick says, I didn't do that, or I didn't say that. And he, he sticks to that until JJ questions it. And then Kendrick just keeps yelling, it's the facts, over and over again while JJ's trying to talk. So I am, that's just all I'm saying. That's the whole reason I wanted to bring it up because you are Kendrick Perkins. I have never said anything, even. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> okay. Because, as as JJ said, like if you put it, if you cherry pick it, which we haven't had this conversation on air. So I'm going to have to have Austin validate this because you and I are biased here. Yeah. Austin, how many times do I accuse Angelo of cherry picking data to fit his argument? Uh, all day, every day. All day, every day. But any argument between the two of you, Ren will lean onto that. Right, 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 right. Fair. Um, because it's it it's the facts. <laughs> um, but that's what Kendrick was doing because he only cared about. 1990 to now. He didn't care about prior to 1990 because it didn't fit his argument. And as I was looking through it, yes, you could argue that Steve Nash did not deserve the MVP, but Dirk absolutely was deserved. Um, Nikola Jokic the past two years absolutely deserved, and this year absolutely deserved. It doesn't matter if they're not top 10 in scoring because most valuable player is most valuable player. It's not best score. It's not we a have scoring a, title. We have here's, a scoring title for a reason. Here's what confuses me and, and I guess elaborate on this. So I one of the points I was going to bring up is you could name all the white MVPs mm-hmm. in the last 30 years yeah, like because 20%. they're so... Huh? It's like 20% of the award winners over the last 20 years. Is it really that high? Oh, no. 20 years. Sorry. Like the, it's, the, I thought he said 30 years. I thought he said 30 years. Sorry. Since uh, 1990 to now, it was, it was Nash, Dirk, and Jokic. Those yep. were the... It's five MVPs. Yeah, five MVPs over the last 30. So, my question is, that's not a very large amount of people of white people winning the MVP. So here's, here's here's the thing. I don't think Kendrick Perkins actually believes that. Okay. It's like JJ said why he doesn't like going on that show. It's ESPN. That is ESPN. They're trying to generate outrage and 
they're also trying to generate the other side, which is people that agree with that side because they want that discourse. They want people retweeting it. They want people sharing it. They want people talking about it. But it it's, looks terrible. It does. But the network can distance itself from it. But it doesn't matter. There's an old saying in show business, there's no such thing as bad publicity. That's fair. Because the network has already apologized for it, but people are still talking about it. We're still talking about it. It's outrage is the greatest free publicity. And we have this 24-7 political pundit machine that is the daily news, right? So... Your CNNs, MSNBCs, Fox News, OAN, whatever. ESPN is just the sports version of that. Oh my god, Skip Bayless is Tucker Carlson. <laughs> wow. Um, and I think that's what this was. I think, honestly, to a point, this was scripted. Whether by ESPN as a network, I don't think so, or... Perk himself to generate interest. I can't say. But regardless, the point makes absolutely no sense. Right. Like, just on. I saw an argument today um, when I was researching the whole Perkins saga that said if the league was actually racist there would be more white players in the NBA. Like, our best players, like if you look at the... It, it doesn't matter if you're like me, you, two people with completely polar opposite opinions. Our Mount Rushmore doesn't have any white folks on it when it comes to basketball. Am I correct? Yeah. No, you're right. Like, yeah. there's not. I think people that scream racism all the time are just doing it, like, from a political standpoint. Like, there are legitimately people that are calling out racism, and they are people that should be listened to and acknowledged. But when a talk show host is coming on and screaming racism, they are probably doing it to generate views. Buzz. But at the end of the day, that kind of hurts your cause. No, it absolutely does. It absolutely does. And I've seen a lot of people in subtweets calling that out. Yeah. Um, to me, it's boy who cried wolf syndrome, where if you keep nitpicking at things that are very, like, it's a very weak argument. Five MVPs in 30 years, really. And, and it's not like Brian Scalabrini was winning MVP. Dirk Nowitzki led the league in win shares, leading the league's best offense. Yeah. Nikola Jokic is a triple-double machine who reads plays like a quarterback. Like, it, it's not... Again, Nash, you could argue, absolutely, but he was part of the best team in the NBA this season. Or the, that was season. Was That's it the best team. Who would, have, the who would have gotten it if Nash didn't? Shaq. Jack, okay. Jack, yeah. So that one I disagree with. I don't. I don't disagree with it. I just think you could make an argument against it. But you. I can't don't think under that premise, though. 
Yeah, not under like under a statistical premise. I don't yeah. think you could make an argument against Dirk Seasons. I don't think you can make an argument against Jokic. It seems like Embiid just or Embiid. It seems like Perk just really wants Embiid to win it, and he's trying to do whatever. But so yeah, I don't want to necessarily get into the nitty gritty of it because it's a topic that we are n- neither qualified for or. No. It's not our place to talk about. We are not people that have experienced that, so we're not going to claim one way or the other. It's just, from an argument of state, Perkins made no sense. And if if someone wanted to make that argument, you might be able to, but it, it, it's not Perkins. It is not Perkins. Because when he was faced with an, a rebuttal, all he did was kept screaming the same thing over and over again. If you can't hear your opponent, it doesn't mean your opponent is wrong. It just means you don't want to listen to them. So that's all I got to say on that one. Um, I'm going to let you lead the, uh, what I'm going to call the Ren victory lap segment. Oh my gosh. So you you can go ahead and talk about uh one Russell Westbrook first. So I guess it started off with this tweet. Well, it's not really a tweet, this is a fact. Since Russ was traded well not traded, but well yeah, he was traded, but since Russ landed on the Clippers, the Clippers have gone from I believe it was the fifth or sixth seed all the way down to the eighth seed, and they are one in five or one in six in those games. And since the Lakers got rid of Russ, they are seven and three in those games with losing LeBron James, and they are now in the play-in tournament. They're in the ninth seed. They're the ninth seed, yes. So, what... I, I want to make a discussion here, okay? That's what it's How? about, after all. What? That's what this whole thing's about. Oh, that's that's fair. So, <laughs> who... How do I word this? How did Russell Westbrook end up on the Lakers? He was traded to there from... No, 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 no. Why did the Lakers trade for Russell Westbrook? You're going to go to because LeBron and AD approved it, I'm guessing. No, LeBron wanted him, right? Why did the Clippers sign Paul George? Or why did the Clippers sign He just gave the answer because Paul George wanted him. Right. I'm just saying... Does this not make you question how well players see the game from a coaching standpoint? Because most fans understand the Russell Westbrook nickname exists for a reason. We call him a tank commander for a reason. But the players in the NBA want to play with their friends and pals and buddies and they're going to lead them to the promised land. So, 
why do you think LeBron, who is one of the best game analysts we've ever seen, he's probably got the highest, I hate using this word, but basketball IQ of any player ever. Why do you think a player like LeBron and a player like Paul George and Kawhi would want Russell Westbrook on their team? I think for it's from multiple perspectives. Um, the first one being is uh, Westbrook was kind of supposed to be that heir apparent to the Kobe Bryant Mamba mentality, and yeah, I think and I years. think they what's up. He hasn't been that for years. Young Russ, absolutely. Right, but he was supposed to be that heir apparent, and I think they find some attractiveness to that. You know, I want to run through something. I want to get stuff done. I want to, well, I was going to say I want to win, but that's not generally what happens. But I think there's an attractiveness to the mindset. I think they like him as a person generally. And I think they look at that MVP season with rose-tinted glasses and they don't realize everything that went into doing that. And they believe that they're getting a triple-double production without sacrificing their own scoring or their own playmaking or their own anything. And that's just not the case. Here's the thing about Russ is... Even as someone who I think I think I could earn the title of a Russ hater, even though I'm not like I do idolize or I did idolize young Russ. I was I, a yeah. huge fan of the OKC Thunder I when never it was, was you weren't. Well, you were yeah. a LeBron stan and that was like one of the up and coming threats. Um, but. I think Russ is a great leader, and I think he's a great locker room guy. But you've got to keep him off the floor. When Russ retires, he will make a great coach. I think he is an excellent motivator. Uh, I think he's great at getting people, not necessarily going, but he's great at inspiring people. It seems like he's led more locker room comebacks than any player I can think of in recent memory. It seems like no matter what, he thinks he's going to win that game, and he gives that belief to his teammates. And so I think that is part of it. Mm -hmm. But then he steps on the floor, and Tank Commander Russ steps out. And I don't know if as a player there's benefit there, because he does also have that alpha mindset. He's not going to sit on the bench. He's not going to be an end-of-the-bench veteran. He's going to play. So, as a contender, why would you want him? Because you, prior to this week, you, you were a believer in the... L.A. Clippers, were you not? Prior to them signing Russ, yes. So, as someone who previously believed in the Clippers, you see the not necessarily the detriment, because I don't want to say, like, Russ is not a bad NBA player. He's just not a great NBA player, and you have to give him a lot of minutes. Why would they sign him? Why would 
players on a contending team. It just it doesn't make sense to me. It's once like, again, I don't think it's a thing of. Um, I just think they like. I th- I think they just like him as a person, dude. Like, oh, and that's what I'm saying. Like, he's a he seems like a great dude. He seems like an absolutely wonderful person. Great teammate. He just doesn't seem to want to take that veteran leader role, which he would be great at. He would be great on the Grizzlies right now. You're not wrong. Um, so let's go into in the future, because what Russ is good at at this point still is he does soak up a lot of minutes. He is generally available. I don't. I don't have his stats pulled up right now, but I don't believe he's missed too many games that due to injury or illness, he's will generally give you, you know, borderline triple double production. We're not going to talk about the efficiency, but do you believe that in a 40 chess move, a team trying to tank will sign him to a massive one or two year deal and try to get a high lotto pick while Russ eats up that cap space that they'll have available to sign. Hopefully, free wow. agents when they're ready to wow. sign. He's mentoring young players. Absolutely, yeah. think so. Yeah, I would. Like, so I wasn't opposed to the idea of the Pacers trading Miles Turner, Buddy Heald, in a first. No, wait, hold on. And a first. No, no, no. Miles Turner and Buddy healed for Russ and a first. For the first, but also so Russ could come in and kind of be a mentor towards Tyrese Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do think he could be. Like now, absolutely not, because it seems like Miles Turner has flipped a switch, but at the start right. of the season. Um, because I, I feel like I've said already, he. Seems like a like if there were player coaches in the NBA, he would be one of the ones I would want to be a player coach. Um, not necessarily because of his deep understanding of the game, but because he seems to care about the guys that are around him, and he seems to be respected by the guys around him. And maybe that's a reason that he is being signed. Side note: I was I just got a notification. Um. So Kevin Durant hurt himself in warm-ups, which is a depressing thing to say. The reason I'm bringing this up is I've got two notifications here. I'm going to go with Woj, who says he's expected to miss two to three weeks with a left ankle injury. But then Shams came out and said he's going to be reevaluated in two to three weeks. And then someone I've never heard of, but they are actually verified, has a he's out for the rest of the season. Uh-oh. So we'll find out more. Hopefully by the time this episode airs, something will be actually in writing somewhere. I can't imagine an ankle injury that is that light taking you out for the season. But yeah. you never know. 
Um, Austin, you've been interestingly quiet on the rest Westbrook Saja. 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 Yeah, the Saja. Saga. The Saga. Nah, I like the Saja better. Yeah. That's in. I need alcohol when I'm talking about Westbrook. Leave me alone. <laughs> Just like Angela does for he who shall not be named. Hey, who are we talking about? He who shall not be named. Oh, Trey Trey. Don't worry, he's coming up. And he's named. <laughs> um, I, I think it might be the semi-casual fan in me when it comes to Russell Westbrook. Well, I guess you could say anti-fan, because I hate Russell. <laughs> hate? Hate is a strong word. That's a very strong word. Yep. I just, I don't feel like he's good. I feel like he's always been overrated. He's Ooh. maybe had a good year. Ooh. But I'm just not a fan of him. So I'm I'm doing what I've been told is if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Oh, oh man. Unbelievable. Oh god, you you beat Angelo for the worst take of the episode. Uh we need an award for that. Um you can call it the Perkins. Perkins? Ooh, it's too soon. And, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's always either going to be the Bayless or the Stephen A. Like, it's, no one will ever take that crown from those two. No. Um, so, just for funsies, I decided to pull up Trey Young's recent games. No, oh. no, 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 no. No, 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 no. There's... So... This is actually hilarious because he he gave each of us a game. So the other night against the Heat, he went, he scored eight points, ten rebounds, five steals. Great numbers, right? Well, the eight points is a little low. But you would be fine with eight points if he only shot like four shots, five shots, whatever. Uh, No, he went two for 13 from the field and 0 from five or 0 for five from three. Also had four rebounds. So his secondary stats were pretty good. I'm confused because these are games you'd be defending if he had in the playoffs and won. No, no, no. Because his next game against the Heat, he went out and had 25 on 9 for 17 shooting. Uh, And then his next game, and are are you ready for this, Angelo? Uh Uh-huh. 28 points, four rebounds, 10 assists, three steals, Shooting 11 for 14 from the field, 3 for 4 from deep. Hmm. Uh, it's a pretty good game. It's a pretty good game. Pretty good game. Pretty good game. So yeah, he gave us each one. But he did have a bad game against the Heat. He had a good game by the, against the Heat the next game. So we'll see. I think losing Nate McMillan is going to be great for that team. Um... What else is there? I feel like more happened this week, and I can't think right off the top of my head. Someone died, didn't they? What? What? No, 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 no. No, sorry. Sorry. Uh, Don Kemp was released from jail. That's oh. where I thought you were going when after Demetrius. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Demetrius. Oh. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's when Angelo cut me off, and it just kind of went away. So, Sean Kemp is a free man. 
For now. For now. Um, they decided to not pursue immediate charges on him in connection with the shooting. Apparently, because we didn't talk about this, he was involved in a drive-by shooting, allegedly. And so he went to jail. But he's he's he is out of jail now. He's he's a free man for at least now. Um it's supposedly Speaking of other old sorry. He he returned other old self defense from a car driving past. Yeah. Uh, other old players go. Yeah, other old players. Patrick <laughs> Ewing is out as the Georgia Town or Georgetown head coach after six seasons. He was just let oh. go today. Oh, I. He was the coach of the Hoyas? Really? Six How seasons. did I not know that? <laughs> uh, I mean, I haven't really followed college basketball for a couple of years because, like, I don't have time. But. Yeah. Huh. Um. So, <laughs> this is. I got another notification. Clay Thompson likely to make NBA history on Thursday night, right? Mm-hmm. So, you think this is going to be a huge deal? And I'm scrolling through it. And I should have read this earlier because I have all of my, like, stuff open for tonight. Um. On Thursday, March 9th, the Golden State Warriors will be in Tennessee to face off against the Memphis Grizzlies. The Warriors Mm -hmm. beat the Grizzlies in the second round of 2022 and are somewhat of a rivalry, so the matchup should be excited. During the game, five-time All-Star Klay Thompson will likely make NBA history. Are you ready for the history he's going to make? Yep. The former Washington State star has... 13,842 career points, which ranks 192nd on the all-time scoring list. He is only 17 points away from passing Chuck Pearson for 191st on the list. Is it that slow of a news day? I guess so. Wow. That's, (laughs) wow. Do you want to know who posted that? Oh, man. Do you want to know? Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated. That is a front-page news story. A front-page news story? I mean, I got a notification for it. I'd assume it's front-page. Oh, my God. Um, Huh. Huh? I guess. Well, when you're having a bad week, you're having a bad week. Can't. Sorry. You can't force things like that. So, I get it. Mo Bamba out for four weeks. Uh, Yeah. Luca got hurt, but his MRI is clear, so he's going to return to the team. Uh, So, here's the question. I'm going to bring it back to Russ. If the Clippers <laughs> fall all the way out of the play-in tournament, what do you think happens? I don't know. You don't know? 
I don't know. Like, I know what I want to say, but it's because of the fact that I'm not the biggest Kawhi or PG fans. He he wants it blown up. No, it's I think that they're both going to request trades and blame everyone but themselves like they always do. <laughs> Look, if you are listing the all-time Pacers team, or if I was listing... Paul George is on that list. If you were asking me to name the five best players in Pacers history, I'm mm-hmm. putting Paul George on that list. But I also know who PG is. Like, if he comes to Gainbridge Fieldhouse, I'm not going to boo him. I'm going to cheer him. I'm going to want the legacy video to play because he is a big part of that legacy, and I am grateful for the years he was here, but I know who he is. Mm. So... A little bit of history about that whole, like, wanting to leave Indiana thing. Mm-hmm. So, he threw the first pitch at Indianapolis Indians, where the local baseball team, at one of their games. And then they did a celebrity night where they had, like, Pacers players, like, draft teams, and they played a game. And he was interviewed. And they were asking him about the trade rumors, because there were trade rumors at that time. And he said straight face to the camera indiana's where i am indiana's where i want to be great whatever the next day was when the news broke that he had requested a trade so i don't necessarily like people that straight up lie i guess and i don't think this came up in the pacers reddit recently um i don't think Paul George didn't want to be in Indiana. I think he didn't want to be on a team that was managed by the management of the Indiana Pacers. But at the same time, this is something that you and I vehemently disagree on. I don't think you owe organizations any loyalty, but you owe fans loyalty. Because they're the ones that are essentially giving the league the money to sign your paychecks. And players that constantly run from adversity, I just don't have respect for. And both of those players, Kawhi and Paul George, anytime the microscope gets even a little zoomed in on them, they bolt. Or they load manage. No. So... If they somehow fall out of the playoffs under tank commander Russell Westbrook, I would expect them to, at least one of them, request a trade. Hopefully I'm wrong, but history. It's an interesting take. Yeah, what you said about um, running from adversity is why I think Damian Lillard is one of the most respected players in the league. Absolutely. I think that, again, this is something Angelo and I, it's one of our reoccurring arguments in our group chat. Yep. That something like Dame, like, Dame is probably never going to win a ring, but that should not impact his legacy. Angelo disagrees because he stayed in Portland when it was obvious they weren't going to win. But the fact that he stayed there and was still one of the best players in the league, like, the ring doesn't matter. This goes back to 
the discussion that Kendrick Perkins and JJ were having where Kendrick only cares about the eye test, the things right in front of him. He doesn't care about anything else. Damian Lillard is one of the best players to ever play the game of basketball. Whether he wins a ring or not, he's still one of the best players to ever play the game of basketball. And honestly, the fact that he's been so loyal to that organization and that fan base, that's something that should be celebrated, not villainized. I mean, I'm sorry. It is generally celebrated. So I guess I fail to see what you're arguing. I think there are more people out there who think like you that believe, you know, because they're fans and they believe that their star player should stay no matter what. But that's not how a general legacy is viewed. When Dame's career is done, Dame will be looked at with John Stockton and Carl Malone, for better okay. or for worse. But Dame could have been a lot more. But I don't think. And the average NBA fan, not the casual NBA fan, I think the average person who follows the game of basketball is going to look at John Stockton as a what if. The man has unbreakable records. Yeah. <clears throat> Nobody's going to be like, like, Carl Malone is problematic in many different ways. Right. Like, I'm like, yeah, we, we we can talk about John Morant assaulting a minor, but Carl Malone, fair, he has he has that crown, fair. Um, so there's other things there, but if LeBron James had never won a ring, yes, the people like me who are not the biggest LeBron fans again, I can acknowledge LeBron is one of the greatest of all time. Like, we're going to say, ha, you lost, you stayed in Cleveland. LeBron's not a top-two player if he stays in Cleveland his whole career. He absolutely is. He's not. He absolutely is. He's not. So, here's the thing. We should judge players on two different graphs, and I think that's where you're not getting it so much. There should be the wins the who has the most rings like yes that is important but in terms of basketball talent if kobe bryant never wins a ring if michael jordan never wins a ring they're still better than anyone on the floor and that's the same with lebron james that's the same with damian lillard there are very few players like let's let's play a quick game here okay we're going to play this or that, okay? Prime careers, okay? And forgive me, because I'm just going to be trying to remember players that have been at the same position, because we're going to go same position. Would you rather have Damian Lillard or Kyle Lowry? Angela? Probably Dave. Why? Kyle Lowry has a ring. Kyle Lowry never led a team. 
Kyle Lowry has a ring. Dame doesn't have a ring. Why would you take Dame? See, here's the thing you fail to recognize when you look at the top players. The top players have rings, and they were the driving force of those rings. Yeah, you could go all the way down the list. Heck, I'm surprised you didn't use Brian Scalabrini if that's the case. But being the driving force of a championship team, whether you want to admit it and whether you like it or not, puts you in a different light in the eyes of a lot of fans, whether that be casual, whether that be average, whether that be hardcore. It does not matter. You cannot save Damian Lillard's career. Damian Lillard is going to fall lower than his talent dictates. That's just a fact. I disagree. That's just a fact to me. The point of that wasn't to say, or to counter what you just said. The point of that was to go through the list of players, and you're going to say Dame a lot more than you realize. Would you rather have... And if you want to compare Dame to second and third tier players who have rings who weren't, you know, the catalyst of their rings, sure, I'll give you Dame's better, but when it comes to those players, like, Dame should be compared to Steph. Dame is nowhere close to Steph to a lot of Uh, people. He's not. Is Dame a top 10 player? In the league right now? No, is Dame a top 10 player all time? No. Okay. Was it fairly easy for you to come to that conclusion? Yes. And that's what and that's my point. But I think that I'm trying to on the fly do napkin math in my head. I think top 40 wouldn't be outrageous just in terms of again, talent. That's all I care about in terms of who is the best players. Because at the end of the day, you get 13 seasons in the NBA, 14 seasons. Maybe you're a freak of nature and get 20 seasons, right? That's 20 opportunities to win a ring. There's 30 teams in the NBA. Only one of them is going to get a ring. The odds just aren't in your favor. We should not judge players solely by rings. It should be their talent, how good they are. Because LeBron James wasn't good enough to win a ring until he played with Dwayne Wade. But you're going to tell me LeBron James is the top player of all time? By your own logic, that's flawed. He needed someone else. Go to MJ. Everyone needs someone else. MJ didn't win a ring before Scottie Pippen. But that's that not, doesn't make not, you better or worse because you had a team around you. Because basketball is a team sport. But that's not indicative of that individual player. No. Damian Lillard is one of the best players of all time. He is easily one of the best players in the NBA today, whether he has a ring or not. At the end of his career, whether he has a ring or not doesn't matter in terms of how talented he was as a basketball player. And there are a lot of players at the end of his career, we can play this or that. You're going to take Dame over. And that's the point I'm trying to make to you is you're not grasping 
that you would take him over other players. You're too focused on the, by the end of his career, he's not going to have a ring. Well, when we get to the end of his career, we're going to compare him to other players and see what you think then. Great. Put John Stockton there. Would you rather have John Stockton or... Trying to think of NBA champions of recent years. Dude, many good point guards. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm trying to not compare to point guards. I'm just thinking of recent NBA champions. But like things are blurring together. <laughs> but it's yeah, like Suns, Lakers, Warriors, Warriors, Warriors. Would you rather Spurs. have There you go, Chris Paul. Okay, yeah. Recency bias. Would you rather have John Stockton? Or Devin Booker, greatest on one of the greatest on ball defenders, elite or floor general, or Devin Booker. As me personally, see that's hard to say. No, 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 no. Devin Booker, it's still. It's not. You're building a team. You're building a team. Oh. You're building a team. Booker. What? Yeah, easily Booker. You have a player that no matter who you put on the floor around him is going to be better because of him. And you take a ball-dominant scorer? Yeah. You're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) This is just me personally. I think it's harder to build around a passer than it is to build around a score. That's just me. It's so much easier because you can get blood from a stone. Yeah. Open shots are open shots. Yeah. If you have one person with elite passing that can pass to four people or one main scorer, it's easier to defend the one main scorer. Let's be real. Scorers are a dime a dozen. You can go get Josh Hart and he'll go out and get you 20. Um, Thomas will drop you 40 every once in a while. <laughs> Mo Williams will give you a 50 if you. Scary Terry. <laughs> so, Scary Terry. The point is when you're talking about skill and you're ranking players on who is the greatest, Rings are in addition to that talent. They're not the defining factor. Because when you're trying to say this player is better than this player, if your only argument is this player doesn't have a ring, that doesn't make any sense at all. If a player is transcendent, they're a good player. And it doesn't matter whether they have a ring or not. Whether or not Dame has... Like, yes, it's going uh, to be one of the greatest what-if stories. It's going to be one of the greatest what-if stories in sports history if Dame finishes his career in Portland. What would happen if he took his talents to South Beach? But it's not going to define his career. Here's why it does. At the end of the day, that player 
with his statistics, with his accolades outside of the championships, will be in a general quadrant with similar players, with similar stats, and similar efficiency. And at that point, now you need to nip and tuck. Now you need to nitpick. Absolutely. So, I, I guess I guess where we get lost in translation is I already take that into account. You, I guess, believe that he can still go up and down based on quadrants of his statistics. And yeah, that's true, but at the end of the day, when you have to nitpick him or play the player right next to him with very similar stats, but just a little bit better accolades, you're still going to take that player with the better accolades. And that's kind of my thing. You can acknowledge someone is great, but once they're done, they're in their quadrant. And when they don't have those accolades, you're at the bottom of that quadrant, whether you Future. like it or not. <laughs> because absolutely, if you have two players that are similar in statistics and one of them has a ring. But that's sure. all I've been saying, and I don't get what argument you think I'm trying to make. Oh, my head. What? I've been in so many circles, I'm lost. Yay! If you have two players, okay? Yes. Let's say they both average 25 points and nine assists, okay? Yeah. And you're ignoring, like, which one had a better defensive impact, whatever. You're just doing the Angelo thing and looking at the stats in front of you. Yes. One of them has a ring, one of them doesn't. Absolutely. You can say that player is better than that player. Like, he has a ring and they're similar. He is better. Okay? We're in agreement there, right? Right? Sure. Right? So, bear with me here, okay? Player A averaged 28 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds, right? Never won a ring. Player B was the driving force of a championship team, averaged 20 points, 5 assists, 5 rebounds, he has a ring. Which one is better? You're going to say the one that was the driving force of a championship, even though clearly the other player was better. You're ignoring the fact that the second best scorer on player one's team was averaging 10 points, and the second best scorer on player two's team was averaging 19 points. There is a problem you have with identifying basketball as a team sport, and that playing an impact in how we're grading these things. Damian Lillard has not had the best team around him. So the fact that he hasn't won a ring is nothing to do with his abilities as a basketball player. He is one of the best basketball players of all time, regardless of a ring. If your only ability is to look at it and see if they've got that check mark of winning a ring and whether or not they were a good basketball player you're not watching basketball you're watching a box score tell me I'm wrong tell me I'm wrong I have lost all input here I'm 
completely gone. Exactly. For the red. Exactly. That's the point because we're arguing two different things here. And I couldn't even tell you what we're talking about anymore. We're, we're arguing the exact same thing. That we no, we're not. No, we are absolutely not. You just I'm gonna won't. rewatch this and try to figure out what's going on. <laughs> the meme from Always Sunny in Philadelphia when like he's got the board with like all the red lines. It's gonna be Austin. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's the same argument we have every few weeks. It seems like on the group chat or in like, Xbox parties because we constantly talk about Dame because he's one of the best of all time. Period. End of discussion. Whether he has a ring or not. But this episode has gone a lot longer than I thought it was going to for a... Uh, variety hour now. Variety hour. It's yeah. been, it's, I feel like it's been almost two hours, but my sense of time sucks. Yeah. Uh, you guys got anything else? I'm looking through... My news because I had a bunch more I wanted to talk about, but it's uh, we went yeah, on a tangent there. Yeah, I'm cool with because I know Austin's got stuff to do, I'm cool and in here, and I gotta be to work at five in the morning since oh, I'm getting fair. that sweet OT. Uh, so leave a like on the podcast video wherever you are watching this, listening to it from, uh, comment, subscribe, follow whatever uh and also follow us on social media if you want i guess i don't know we still really haven't figured out a lot of this we're still working on it i think that a lot of things have got better but we'll see we're still gonna keep doing it whether you like it or not so fair. (laughs) um because we like it so next week like i already said it's just gonna be angelo and i um so get ready for that one because Oh boy! Yeah, there, there's no moderator here unless we can like convince Adam to pop in. <laughs> Adam as a guest. Um, then he wants yeah. to get back eventually. We'll see. Yeah, I'm sure he will. It's just he's figuring stuff out. Um, yep. Until then, thank you as always. I'll see you next week. Holy crap. Stop.